0: You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time.
1: Hello, internet, and welcome to yet another, another one, fucking another one. What three? What is this? Three twenty-three, three twenty-four. What? What's what's our episode count? Oh, this is three thirty-three. Three oh, three, yeah, three, triple three. three.
2: So we're doing, of course, we're doing something special. We're halfway to the mock of the beast. That's right. The half-beast. <laughs> we're at the mock <laughs> of the half we're beast. half-beast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're on it. A- this is our half-beast episode. This is our equivalent to our little Nikki. <laughs> so, like, you know, we're halfway to the devil, so. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is another talk podcast show where two old guys yeah. play old games. That was a good start. That yep. was a strong <laughs> start. <laughs> Any start with little Nikki's a good start.
2: Yeah. We already got, I got show notes started. First <laughs> in, show note, little Nikki trailer.
1: In any any reference to when Adam Sandler's career started yeah. to decline yeah. in my eyes. Really? That is I like, feel like that's the that movie. is it, that's right? That's the transition movie.
2: What about, because Big Daddy I thought was okay.
1: Yeah, I was, I was, I was okay with Big it. It was
2: kind of different, right? Yeah. And then, like, where does Mr. Deeds fall in there? Mr. Deeds is asked after never, little Nikki? Yeah, right?
1: I never even saw that one.
2: Mr. Deeds is another one that I also thought was okay, but mm-hmm. I might have been because I got hand jobs while I watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, yeah, that's your, your Pavlovian response. Huh? Right. I
2: can't watch that movie without like, just feeling a little tingle. <laughs> I'm Dave, your Respectful <laughs> Host, and that was my intro story. You're
0: welcome. There we go. Because
1: <laughs> I don't have anything prepared. Uh, let's see. So it's Original Flavor Wednesday, so we're playing down through Digital Trends Top 25 Sega Genesis games. Today That's we right. are on number 20, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Yep. That's it. I'm just going to burp a little bit. This is
2: all professional-like. Yeah. Well, sure. You did it quietly. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure only
1: like... just like a dramatic pause. Yeah. <laughs> Truncate Silence might even take it out. This game likes dramatic pauses. Dave. Something has... Has... I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Survived! Yeah! <laughs> I remembered! So, yeah, that's how that game starts. But before that, before we tear into Dura- Jurassic Park, yeah. The Lost World. Or Jurassic Park. Jurassic Dark. Duran Duran. Dura- that's
2: where they clone Duran Duran.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they build a park And they rampage them. through.
2: <laughs> Hungry like the wolf, too. Electric Boogaloo.
1: I la rock, lar. <laughs> I'm your beard host, Tyler. And uh, I guess a few things. One, in reference to... Last week, when we listened to the drunk Taryn gets cheated at friends quadrilogy right. of calls, at the she ended it saying, I had a sex dream about one of you, not going to tell you what it is. So after we recorded, I sent her a text saying we listened to all her calls, yeah. ask her who the sex dream was about, Right, did not reply to me. I wake up the next morning. To four text messages saying, oh, Lord, oh, God, Uh, (laughs) maybe you should just go ahead and not do calls altogether so my drunk ass can't call in.
2: Did she not realize that that she had said that? Did she not remember that she had said that? I don't
1: think she remembered because then I asked her again, like, oh, well, that's okay. Who was it about? (laughs) Did not hear from her again until about (laughs) nine o'clock last night. Yeah. And she's watching Gilmore Girls. She had to text me gushing about Gilmore Girls. And you asked her again, of so course. So then I asked her again. <laughs> What's this dream about? Yeah. And she was like, I am not going to tell you. She's like, I feel bad about it. I was like, S- Drunk Taryn, subconsciously, you wanted us to know. And she's like, well, Drunk Taryn's an attention whore. She should <laughs> shut her mouth. So you, never, you didn't find out? No, she would not tell me.
2: I think it's interesting because she texted me. <laughs> and I feel like now after you said that I feel like maybe she was trying to like Goad me into asking her.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's, it's probably you then Well it probably is Because she's yeah. going to tell me I'm not going to tell you Because I'm not going to hurt your feelings <laughs> Hey Dave <laughs> <laughs> What's up buddy have you talked to Tyler recently? No okay <laughs> Oh man I was so drunk What did my calls even say? <laughs> I'm so drunk right now <laughs> But I, oops, I tried to FaceTime you. Sorry.
2: <laughs> that does happen a lot.
1: <laughs> but have you ever had, like, sex dreams are strangely powerful things. Yeah,
2: man, I don't, are we going to talk about sex dreams? Yeah, oh, thinking, why man. Why not?
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. This is it, Jurassic Park. Why would we not talk about sex it dreams? It is the half mark of the beast. <laughs>
1: so it makes sense so yeah so half Mark of the Beast we'll do halfway to carnal desires, which is dreams about sex okay go on and then at at 666 we'll just tell all of our all of our actual sex stories all of them
2: well that's gonna be a short half on my
1: part (laughs) (laughs) let's see because I remember there have been twice where I've had sex dreams about girls I have not been particularly attracted to yeah after you have the sex dream Game changer, really. Total game changer. You became changer. attracted to them. Uh-huh. Yep. Hmm. The first one was a basically a threesome dream about yeah. my high school girlfriend and you her and her and best a friend, me and her, me a raptor <laughs> and Triceratops. Rex. God, you could kind of compare them to a raptor and Rex, Actually, they can switch but genders in Jurassic Park as well. Love so. them.
2: That, <laughs> if that adds like a layer to your
1: fantasy, <laughs> so two Bailey J's. Fantastic. Yeah, but I remember having the dream with because I was full, I was having sex with my well, ninety nine percent of my dreams that are sexual, I always get cop blocked at the end. Like out of a hundred sex dream that I've had, I think I've had actual sex in the dream like twice.
2: So it's like a sitcom or something, where like something interjects itself Always. in a humorous fashion, yep. and you're Always. you're left just holding your holding your peace. Yep.
1: yep. Same way with uh, getting in fights in dreams. I I just suddenly something happens and I get super slow or super weak before I have to do it in a dream. So both cock blocked can't want to fight. I don't know what's my subconscious trying to tell me. I also have the dream a lot where my teeth fall out. I know that's a confidence yeah, it thing. it is a
2: confidence thing. I used to have that a lot, um, and then I stopped remembering my dreams, so I
1: probably <laughs> still have them. <laughs> I can
2: fix that for you, Tyler. It's called get four hours of sleep a night for for four yeah, years. forever. You'll you'll just like, you'll, you won't remember those teeth falling out <laughs> dreams anymore.
1: But I remember, let's see, because I was with, I think so I was fooling around, but not actually having sex with my current girlfriend in the dream. Her best friend comes in. I start fooling around with the best friend, and then come in her best friend's mouth.
2: <laughs> I did not expect it. That, came, that came out of fucking juju, man. Like you didn't you didn't ease us into that or anything. You're just like I was having a dream.
1: I came in her mouth, <laughs> and then my dream girlfriend got super mad at me. Like she was fine with oh me like God. fooling around with her best friend, but whenever I came, yeah. oh, then she was mad. Yeah. So I tell her about the dream the next day. Wait,
2: in uh, IRL, in the meat space, you tell her? IRL, I tell her about the dream. How, was she cool with this? Until Probably I told not. Her I came in her yeah. mouth,
1: and then real, <laughs> real girlfriend was mad about coming in dream mouth. Yeah. No, you can't tell that. But from that point on, I was totally attracted to her best friend. Oh. Yeah. And then I, the second one I want to reference is a girl, like, I did not find attractive. Like... I, was, I thought her friend was cute. Yeah. But I wasn't like, oh, mm, yeah, until right. after that dream. There was another girl who I was not attracted to. It was actually, I was mildly turned off by really? her. Really? Had a sex dream about her. Yeah. 10 years ago. And I still think she's attractive.
2: Unlocked your, your potential yeah, it desire. Yeah. I just flipped it over. Yeah. Do you think that she cast a spell on you?
1: Maybe. She is pretty terrible. A magical spell. Maybe she maybe she,
2: you know, maybe she got some reagents. She got some mandrake roots, some batwing,
1: and cast a little cast a little love spell on you. That guy I had two classes with in sixth grade. And, yeah. and tangentially know through the hallways and other friends. Ooh. For,
2: for all you know, she had a huge crush on you. Mm. Have you ever experienced... I experienced this a lot. Well, I shouldn't say I experienced this. Uh, present tense. I have experienced this several times because I moved around a lot as a kid. I remember when I, I moved away from, from Iowa. I used to live in Cedar Rapids, uh-huh. Iowa in, in middle school, and then I moved to uh, Paducah, and that's where I did high school and then Murray in and, and uh-huh. college. Okay, that's a lot of information no one needs. But I uh, remember going back, because I I have uh, a very good friend who lives in Cedar Rapids still. And when I was in college, I remember going back to visit him. Or it was like at the end of high school. And during that time, two girls came up to me and said, I had the biggest crush on you. And my response is like a weird mixture of like flattery, but like what comes out is, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> yep. And um, I think what it just boils down to is like, I mean, according to anyone who's ever told me that uh, has been like, well, you are just completely fucking oblivious. Like you are just, you have no idea. Like I gave you signs. I asked I asked you th- questions. And I'm like, well, people ask questions. <laughs> what, I, how am I supposed to get that? Like I need, like I need what Nikki did. Like Nikki was like very blunt, where it's like, "I like you. I, <laughs> I like you. I think you're cute. I like you." And I was like, "Oh, I think this girl might like me."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
2: You're still yeah, kind of she's wondering,, on defense, I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but seriously, like, why is that? There was a meme that Chandra posted that I identified with, like the it was like, "Me as a wife, laying in bed. So do you like me? I married you. What do you think? Well, I mean, did you marry me as a friend, or did you marry me as a girlfriend? <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't buy with that because I was still like always like, are you sure? Yeah, you, really? Yeah.
2: No, I I get that. I feel that's probably like I eat hamburgers really gross. Yeah.
1: Are you, <laughs> you Sure.
2: Man, sex dreams. I put
1: my dick on the s- internet. Yeah. You sure. Yeah. Are you positive?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm amazed that. Yeah, I mentioned several times that Nikki started listening um to so she's like listening to like the end of the SNES list. And it's really weird because like now I get like text messages. And I say weird, but I mean like in the, the best possible yeah. way. Cause it's like it's really flattering to get a message from my wife that says, Okay, episode one oh three, time mark fifty-four seconds. Tyler sounds just like Gene from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I, before anyone goes back and like looks it up, I don't remember if that's the exact episode or timestamp. If you are interested, contact me. I'll let you know. Um, but I, it's funny, because it's like, I haven't thought about this forever. I'm texting back, no, he doesn't. And then I play it back, and I'm like, okay, he kind of does, but only if you're listening for it. <laughs> She's been on a Bob's Burgers, that's like, pretty good. Bob's Burgers recently. is a fucking great show. It is. A,
1: it is a really, really good yep. show. I'm surprised it's still going.
2: Better than Archer. I'm just gonna go ahead and say mm. that it's better than Archer.
1: I think they fill two very different comedy voids for me. They do. And the only reason, the only reason I
2: compare them, because H. Jon Benjamin. Benjamin, that is the only reason I would even put them in the same arena together. The
1: Archer episode that begins as a Bob's Burgers episode is so good because it's Bob's Burgers done in the Archer animation right. style. Oh. Oh, that's good. And I love
2: the crossovers like that, um, like the C-Lab crossover that Archer <laughs> did. Like, that is where I kind of like got interested in Archer again, because mm-hmm. the first season of Archer I loved, yep. and then the second season, like halfway through for some reason, I, I felt like the joke was just, I felt like I get the joke, mm-hmm. and I'm... I'm kind of over the joke, but then they like keep reeling me back in with like different things. And that C Lab one was was very much one of those where it's like, oh yeah, man, I used to watch the shit out of C Lab.
1: They've changed the formula now because they're not like a spy company or whatever. Oh really? I haven't seen. They mix it up because it was basically Archer Archer Vice for a while, where like they become drug dealers.
2: Oh no, I haven't seen any of that. All right, I need to check that stuff
1: out. Mm -mm. Of sex dreams, sex dreams. I think that's all because I remember, and the only other other time, I remember the first time I actually ever had sex in a dream was with my high school algebra teacher. Really? Yep. And she was—I mean, she was attractive. Yeah. Okay. So like it, it was so that I remember sense. like it being, wasn't
2: like my high school algebra <laughs> teacher where it's like that would be a really g- gross dream, right?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I remember it being like I remember feeling my. The, feel, the sensation of my penis entering dream vagina. Oh, man, that was like, weird. Like, I had a... <laughs> <laughs> that <that's>, that <laughs> skeeved me out, man. <laughs> if it skeeved you, I'd imagine how Jacob feels right oh, now. Oh, Jacob, let us know. <laughs> but I remember, like, I had a physical, actual reaction to it. Yeah. But, like, I know because my brain could process how it feels in real life. Right. So it translated as to, like, the same feeling as, like, my dick falling asleep. <laughs>
2: I like stick with dick. I like it
1: when you say dick instead of penis. It's my, my dick. It's yeah, your gooter. Oh. But it was also the same way whenever I uh, died in one of my dreams. You died in one of uh-huh, your dreams? Because I was dressed but as you're... Bartman, and I had to stop a tornado <laughs> from destroying Paducah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that you're dressed as Bartman. <laughs> yep. You're not Bartman. You're just dressed as Bartman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like I jumped into the tornado, and it was like my whole body—the feeling of my whole body falling asleep.
2: <laughs> I always, I've always woken up right before I, I've died mm. in a dream. I have had that dream before, where I'm flying, and then I stop flying all of a
1: sudden. Have mm-hmm. you ever had that? That one sucks. Falling from like very, really, really tall heights. Yeah, and feeling like in the dream, like my stomach rise up to my yeah. throat. yeah.
2: I remember the first time I had a dream like that as a kid. Um, And waking up on the floor, and like that made me scared Mm. to sleep for a while because like that was very much like like when your penis entered the dream vagina, Mm -hmm. as you Mm -hmm. eloquently put it earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's one of those moments where it's like, oh god, like things I dream about like actually have a physical component to them Mm -hmm. because it's like I had a dream about falling and then I fell the fuck out of bed. What if I had been sleeping on a skyscraper? I'd be dead. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I do, I love getting online and finding dream interpretation uh, translators, basically finding elements in your dream you remember and what they mean I, how they figure this out, I don't know but well, I, I'll, I'll buy it, it's right. fine just, it's, I mean
2: it's. I don't know how much of it is bullshit, but I also like doing that, um, but I also like, as I do it, I'm thinking to myself don't read too much into this because mm-hmm. this is probably something that someone with uh, an education and an art degree like i have wrote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sex dreams i um so here's what's weird you know how people always say that everyone you dream like everyone you see in your dream is someone that you've are, that you've yeah, seen before you can't before. make up a new face in a dream. Is that that is that true <laughs> like i mean what what is is there science behind that? Uh,
1: I believe that because i remember Dreaming about uh, my internet girlfriend Tiffy Tiger Tiffy, yeah. Wow. And I dreamed about, but I didn't exactly know. I had like one picture of her, but I hadn't like really sunk in what she looked like. Okay. So when I dreamed about her, it basically filled in someone's face—a surrogate, right? And A dream I didn't—I didn't know this person, yeah, until once I saw that face in my dream the next day. I saw her in the halls at school. I didn't know ah, her, but I had seen like her before. Like a subconscious
2: thing, where right. it's like you had, you didn't know the person, but you had noticed them, and your mind just kind of like filed it away in a weird like yep. little file. Yep. Yeah.
1: Maybe, and, and after that dream, I was attracted to that girl.
2: Yeah. Well, so, that I mean that makes sense yep. because now you notice her. Yep. Um, yeah. Usually, when I have sex dreams, they are not people that I know, and I assume that yes, maybe they're people I've seen. But I don't know them. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like we just talked about, maybe my brain categorized them um, and they just pulled them out, or my brain's like, oh, let's see. Uh, he's horny. Let's just, what do we got? Uh, flip, 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 flip. Um, oh, here we go. Here, this is a girl I guess he saw at a mall when he was 18. Mm-hmm. Here, let's use this. <laughs> so it's typically, and I'm like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, wow, who was that? That was uh that was a very weird experience. I would like to say it's a great experience, but my wife listens <laughs> now, so I'm going to like skate that line. Um so yeah, that's usually that's usually my experience. There was one time where I'm going to I have to like obscure some details to protect some people. I had a dream, I had a sex dream about somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, god no. I didn't have a sex dream about somebody. I had a, a
1: normal-ass dream. <laughs> I had a sex dream about one of the guests. Yeah, I'm not going you who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I had a
2: normal dream about somebody, and um, I saw them. Uh, I, had a, I had a normal dream about a woman, and when I saw her, I said, I had a dream about you, and her immediate response without skipping a fucking beat was, oh, really, I'm much better in real life. I mean, it was just like, like I was stunned. Mm. Like like if I, if, I, if I were a D&D character, I failed my save, <laughs> I dropped my weapons, and I was stunned <laughs> for 1D3 rounds because it was just like one of those where it's like, what the fuck just happened to me? What did you do? Are we in Fraser? <laughs> Yeah. Good Lord, Niles. <laughs> oh, shit. That was, do we feel sufficiently introed? I think so. That was good. Yep. That was good. Wow. Oh, well, I wonder how much trouble that's gonna get me in. We'll see.
1: Eh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jurassic Park, the Lost World.
2: It's actually the Lost World, the Lost
1: World, Jurassic colon, Park.
2: Jurassic Park. Mm. And I bring that up because I think that is a very interesting interesting syntax choice.
1: Yep. Because yeah. If you leave with Jurassic Park, you know immediately what you're getting. You start with the Lost right. World. And I don't think Jurassic Park.
2: Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, what do we get into here? We don't know. Mm -hmm.
1: But do you hear that, Dave?
2: I hear the sound of several undeterminable dinosaurs Mm -hmm. having sex with one another while they're switching genders. Dream
1: vaginas switching genders.
2: Yes, in dream vaginas. What do you think that sounds like, Tyler? (laughs) I was also thinking it sounded a lot like Brian Pussain when he gets angry in an act. (laughs) So I think that's very apt. (laughs) That was a very good, that was a good impression. I love Brian Pussain, by the way. Um, I do hear that, uh, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. The Lost World, colon, Jurassic Park, parentheses, Sega game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that is the entry in wikipedia a very very short wikipedia mm-hmm. entry uh, here we go the lost world colon, jurassic park is an action adventure video game developed by appaloosa interactive and published by sega for the sega genesis it was released on september 16th 1997 the Lost World, colon, Jurassic Park, is based on the film of the same name, which in turn is based on the novel by Michael
1: Crichton. And then... Did he only write the one original Jurassic Park, and then Hollywood just spun off from there?
2: So he wrote Jurassic Park, and then he wrote The Lost World. Oh, Um okay. Now, I haven't done any research on this. This is just kind of off the top of my head, so I do not know if this is accurate or not, but I, I'm... Here's how I understand it. He wrote Jurassic Park. They made a movie adaptation of Jurassic Park. It was a huge deal. Uh-huh. A huge deal. Um, and then they said, Um, you gotta write another book. You have to write another book because we gotta make a fucking movie. Um, so the in the end spoilers, if you don't want to know the end of Jurassic Park, the book, which was written a long time ago. <laughs> If you don't want to know the end of, if you plan on still reading that one someday, (laughs) skip ahead a couple minutes because I'm going to (laughs) spoil the end of that book. They fucking nuke the island at the end of Jurassic Park. That is why there's a bullshit second island. Is be- that's why there's a oh. sister island where they actually bred the dinosaurs on and then transported them to the theme park island. Mm. It's because he didn't intend to write a fucking sequel to yeah. the book. It was just like, here's my story, and this is how it should end. And I applaud that because that's a great ending. Mm-hmm. Um, also, spoilers, um, if you haven't read the book and you just happened to just skip ahead to this point, um, skip ahead. Uh, John Hammond dies in the book, which is... Mm. It has to happen because, like, that is, thematically, that has to happen. So um he doesn't die in the movie. So then he's, like, set up for, like, so now I think he's in The Lost World. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen The Lost World in a long, is it the, time.
1: Is the second movie is The Lost World? The Lost, Lost World?
2: World is the second movie. Okay, because I've
1: seen the first one and I've seen the third one where... Grant gets the raptor polka Flute and becomes the raptor Pied Piper.
2: Okay, I have not seen the third one, so we are a perfect team. Okay. The sec- here's my takeaway from the second movie. The second movie, Ian Malcolm goes back to the island, mm-hmm. but he brings his daughter? And that is, if I hope you heard the question mark. <laughs> he brings his daughter?
1: This very, very dangerous place. No, oh, I'm going to bring my daughter. It's She's a gymnast, fun.
2: and she does do flippy-doos and all that for dinosaurs at some point in the movie, I think uh they take they take it takes place in the second island um which is i god i can't remember the name of it um but it's
1: site b so so, i saw it in the game so it's like solon solar they do say it in the game but
2: i can't remember because it's bullshit yeah (laughs) that
1: is like my
2: brain like like i can actively feel my brain like rejecting it who nuked the island I don't, I don't remember who nuked the island. Okay. Um, it's been a long time so since I've So, or I read no, that who book.
1: had acquired a nuclear warhead to set off on the island?
2: I think it was like, it was like a government thing. Yeah. I don't think it was like anybody who like flipped a button as they're flying I can make the dinosaurs. Of
1: course I have right? a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: it, and it, and it might have been, and when I say nuke His the fail island. fail safe. Right. And when I say nuke the island, I, I mean, it might not have been like Destroyed an actual it. nuclear yeah. b- bomb. No. Yeah. Uh, it might have just been, yeah explosives that were set up or something. A failsafe, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it is, please, let me just jump ahead of any corrections that I'm going to get. <laughs> it has been since middle school that I read that book. Mm-hmm. I did read that book like four fucking times, and that is that is my, I will never throw that book away. That I have a tattered paperback copy of Jurassic Park that I read, read it again, got to the end. Read it again, got to the end all while I listened to whale songs uh, on my headset, <laughs> on my Walkman. So that's how I spent a summer in Pennsylvania, because it was awful.
1: Mm. Oh, because <laughs> The this, Lost World. The Lost World. <laughs> <laughs> Enough therapy for a moment. <laughs>
2: the Lost World.
1: Um, all right, cut to the chase. I don't understand why this game is ranked above other, what I would say are really good games moonwalker aside
2: yeah okay here's my i here's my thing Mm -hmm. i think and i'm it's a i'm gonna launch off of what you just said this game is on the list but the original jurassic park genesis game where you can play as alan grant or the raptor Mm -hmm. that is not on the list and i think that that is a really weird decision that i feel like was made because it's a weird decision which mm, almost
1: right. makes so me, I did not know if an editor like just really liked it, so they shoehorned it in, like a personal favorite. It it could be, it
2: could be. Uh, here's the reason that Digital Trends says that it's on this list, and I think that it is a good reason. Uh, however, I still I still think it's really it's bizarre to me that that, that Jurassic Park is not on this list. Yeah.
1: And maybe that's because I'd heard of Jurassic Park. Yes. I remember the game. I remember yes. Play as the Raptor. Right. Like I've never freaking never fucking oh, okay. heard of this game. Oh my God. <laughs> I had I never heard of this game either.
2: But they the, the reason they give for having this game on the list is that this was a this was a 1997 Seven. Genesis game that pushes the hardware to its absolute limits. And That is true. There are.
1: That doesn't make it one of the best games ever on the system. I
2: agree. It makes it an interesting game, I think, but I don't think it makes it one of the best games on the system. If this were the top 25 interesting games for the Genesis, then I'm kind (laughs) of on board. But I don't think, granted, we're not through the list yet. Um, Alan, granted. Granted. You're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Alan, granted, we're not through the list yet. However,. I don't think that this game is gun- is as strong as it gets. No, and there's, God, there's so many Jurassic Park games.
1: There are. Holy shit, there, there are. are so many Jurassic Park games. I didn't know there were that many for the Super Nintendo.
2: Yeah, because there is, let's see, there's Jurassic Park, and that is a top-down shooter that I think is very, very similar to this mm-hmm. game that we're talking about today, yep. The Lost World, yep. for the Genesis. And it's weird because they kind of do a flip-flop. Because the SNES Jurassic Park game was top-down shooter. The Genesis game was a platformer. And then The Lost World comes out for Genesis, and it is a top-down shooter. And um, I don't think it was The Lost World for SNES, but SNES got a, I think it was like Rampage Edition. Yep. It was Jurassic Park 2 or Rampage something like edition, that. Rampage Edition, yeah. And that is like, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that is a like a Contra-style run-and-gunner. Because there's
1: one like... Yeah, another uh, a shadow corporation is like invaded the island to try yes. and take it over, so they hire like that's Alan the one I'm Grant talking about. In. Yeah, it's it is contra style, like you have to kill all the enemy soldiers and shit like that.
2: I really liked that game as a kid. I owned it on the SNES, which actually makes me embarrassed that I can't remember if it is Jurassic mm. Park two. I think that was that was the title of it. I
1: like that game a lot. I think it is because there wasn't an actual Jurassic Park sequel, like they spun the this time, game off and just right. saying stress part 2 um which
2: i respect because honestly h- any game with dinosaurs like at a certain age like that was uh, fine bring it on i would read any kind of media that had dinosaurs in it any movie that had dinosaurs in it i would watch any game that had dinosaurs bring it on i'll try it i'll mm-hmm. try it at least um i loved that game because i didn't have Jurassic Park for the Genesis, which was the game that I wanted. I wanted that game. Mm-hmm. I wanted that platformer um, where I could play as the Raptor. I just play. I needed it. Mm-hmm. I needed that game and I didn't have a Genesis. So I was I was bound to only playing that game when I would go over to a friend's house who owned it. Yep. Um, and let me tell you, playing the Raptors, glorious. The controls in that game... Um, are not great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not great, and I remember that. But and that might be why this this game isn't on the list.
1: <laughs> D- don't care. Was a raptor <laughs>
2: exactly? That's how I feel, and that's still how I feel. And I, I, it's that is a game that I don't feel like Jurassic, the first Jurassic Park game for the Genesis. I don't feel like I can look at um, objectively. I just cannot do it. Mm-hmm. I cannot look at that game and like I still like when I play that game feel giddy playing as the raptor like it still works for me and it's like when i play it i'm like yeah the controls are kind of shitty but i'm the
1: raptor and that's cool i'm going
2: to eat this guy watch and then that's yeah that, i feel
1: like that's like one of those fan services done just right where it's like oh you know it'd be cool oh they actually did that awesome yeah but i remember the first genesis game like it was dark you turn it on it's dark it's sort of scary like i remember cuz the first Jurassic park is scary Cause like if you're yeah. within a ten mile radius for raptor, you're probably fucking dead. Right. So like it captured some of that that nuance to it, as opposed to this game where it's just like big game hunter just fucking killing dinosaurs. Right. Because you J- do- just like in the third movie where Grant uh, Alan Grant Pied Piper's like he's surrounded by raptors, has a raptor skull and blows into it, and they're all like, "Oh, cool, man. No, we're fine." Like, <laughs>
2: Did you see Jurassic World?
1: Yes, I did. Yes. How how
2: does that compare? How does how does Alan Grant compare to Chris Pratt in that movie? Because Chris Pratt like trains them and stuff, and he yeah. like calms them down and rides a motorcycle with them. Like, I really like Jurassic World. I did too, but I I liked it as a fun movie, right? Like, yeah, I didn't go yeah. I didn't go into it expecting. It doesn't have that Jurassic appeal Park. of
1: like, could this be real? Could this right. happen? Like right. that mystique Theater the original head. No, it doesn't have that. It. It's just a. Just a fun popcorn movie with dinosaurs.
2: I agree. It's an entertaining movie. It's a
1: nostalgia movie to go back. Oh, I love
2: Jurassic Park. Here's more, and I do Here. think they really cashed in on the nostalgia. Yeah. The end of that movie is bonkers because <laughs> the end of that movie is like dinosaur die hard. Yep. <laughs> and it's like part of me watching it was like eye rolling, but like the other half of me was like dinosaurs. <laughs> Blue is <he's> back. <laughs> Get him, Blue. So it's weird. Um, I have a question for you. Um, or actually, fuck that. I have a statement for you. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm re. I've decided after playing this game. Um, I mentioned this. I streamed this game by the way mm-hmm. on Twitch. If anybody uh, is curious about the gameplay, look us up on Twitch. tadpog Podcast. Um, and the video will be there. I'll have the link in the show notes as well, so you can check it out and get an idea of it. Um. Uh, it, during that stream there is um there's a level in this game where you're in a cave trying to find an allied hunter mm-hmm. and there are raptors in this cave and as silly kind of as this game is I don't want to say silly but as this game isn't like a visceral game it, it's not like it doesn't like evoke horror or anything like that except for in this cave that's full of raptors for some reason the Raptors still like creep me out. Cause like, I didn't hmm. want them to touch me because I felt like if they touched me, I would die immediately. So I, and I don't know if that's true or not because every time I saw one, I would freak out and like just laser focus on that rafter and, be, <laughs> and like shoot it down with a machine gun. So as I was going through this cave, I'm just like rambling and I'm like, you know, this would make a cool like tabletop survival horror game. And that's when I decided that's what my Delta, Gre- my Delta green oh. game, I, I want to run it. As a Jurassic Park game. Okay. On
1: uh, Jurassic Park.
2: On Jurassic Park. I wanna run it okay. on Jurassic Park. I and like when I had that idea, like it sparked something deep inside of me. Cause I remember I had a I had the Jurassic Park board game as a kid. And I remember I loved it because it had the map, like all gridded out with like paddocks and stuff. Oh
1: yeah.
2: Man. So I gotta find that board game and like I'm gonna have <laughs> to I'm like, this is gonna be a legit thing that's gonna take me. F- Five months, and I'm probably gonna give up three months in. So don't get your hopes up, (laughs) listeners. What I'm saying. But I'm in love with the idea. Can I just say that Mm -hmm. I'm in love with the idea?
1: (laughs) I like it. I'm behind it. So
2: that's. I I don't know what I'm gonna do with Sanity. That's gonna have to uh, essentially come out. I think. I think
1: Sanity's gonna. Because like the first focus character.
2: It's cosmic horror. We see
1: goats, and suddenly the goats are gone. We're like, oh shit, Sanity. Yeah.
2: But I do want to do a survival. I think I think a survival horror Jurassic Park game would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean that's I feel like that's how uh, I feel like that's how it should have been. Like I just remember like the kids hiding in the kitchen and just like the click of the one raptor nail yeah. whenever they walk. Like I feel like that's where it was good because yeah. dinosaurs are they would kill you. They're it, fucking scary, and that's <laughs> kind of the point of the first
2: movie. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's the theme is you played God and this is what you get. Yeah. And like that because that me- they need to hammer that message home and make these dinosaurs not friendly. Like they need to make them fucking abominations, yeah. is a, killing machines. Is what they need to make them. Um But I guess I, that's
1: what they did in World, sort of like.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, they kind of do go back to that, right? Yeah. But I feel like at least in the second movie, that's kind of. I don't know what the theme of the second movie is, honestly. And
1: then <laughs> take gymnastics. More Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Which I'm fine with. I, I'm more bring it on. I want more Jeff Goldblum in my life.
1: But this game, because you start off and it's top down view. Right. And you're just rolling something. You're a I like, don't need a big game hunter who Do you even get a name? Uh, I guess. I remember just reading about it. You're rolling something, okay? and he did something for the island in exchange for being able to hunt a T-Rex.
2: Oh, God. Okay, that's dumb. So Uh,
1: you're him, and you're just bagging and tagging dinosaurs. You're doing missions. Yeah. It's four levels that are big and maze-like. Right. You have different vehicles that you get in and go around, and you can either kill dinosaurs or trank them. Right. I don't know why
2: you would trank them.
1: If you trank... Six of them, you get like a crate with health and power ups. Oh, so that's how you get power like ups. Yeah. I,
2: I never put that together. I always used the Trank when I was like trying to conserve ammo. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, I, this game has its faults, but I did enjoy this game. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a great game, but I did enjoy this game. I think it was interesting that the game was open. Uh, it's a little sandboxy because you, you have, um, you have a like a, a mission, a, a mobile mission base. You have a mobile base. God, that yeah. took me forever to get there. Mm-hmm. You have a mobile base and you have like a side of operations that can brrr. somewhat move around. It's got wheels on it. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you have a mobile base of operations. <laughs> and um, from this base, um, you set up. And then you can go to different parts of the map. And like, depending on what part of the map you do, it'll trigger a mission. So, like, for instance, if you go south from the beginning uh, of the mobile base, uh, you trigger a mission where you have to capture stegosauruses. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love that. and and I love that you don't have to go that way. You don't have to go south. you could go you could go to the north and then do the cave mission where you rescue a hunter uh, from the raptors in the cave. Mm-hmm. So I love that aspect of it, and I love that the missions aren't all, shoot the dinosaur. OMG, shoot the dinosaur. The missions are like, you got to lure the stegosaurus. I need six
1: Tyrannosaurus teeth. Please go out and fetch me.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, and I like they're not fetch quests either, at least the ones that I played. Mm. Well, I take it back. There is one where you have to set up comm links, and that felt like a fetch quest to me because um they they send you out and they're like okay turn on these comm links and then you have to kind of roam the map and find them
1: yeah cuz uh, the the car controls or the truck controls are just i didn't
2: like them they're horrible they um w- here's what it felt like to me because you also get a hovercraft in the game <laughs> they control identical so like that felt to me like sloppy programming because like it felt perfect in the hovercraft because it's kind of slippery you're in
1: the water and yeah,
2: yeah. it's kind of it slides around you can like you can reverse and and like Turn it around seamlessly, but it doesn't feel right in the Jeep, yeah, and like in, in or whatever it is, um, the, ex, the the Ford Expedition, um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck, it's um, it feels like you're driving a hovercraft, which is absolutely absurd um, until and like I couldn't
1: understand it's why very they made the it very <laughs> muddy in Jurassic Park, yeah, it's very muddy. So I didn't like the I did the driving wasn't fun for me, and well the controls too, like firing the gun and moving around were a yeah. little. Yeah. Slow and sure. The frame rate suffers really badly.
2: There there's a lot of slowdown because it is, like I said, it's pushing that hardware to the yep. limit.
1: But this game, the one that is a similar style of the SNES, I feel like that looked better. Because this game sort of reminds me of visually a little bit of Populous and it play the the play style also, the way you move around and shoot things reminded me of Secret of Evermore for some reason. Yeah. But it also it looks more to me like that shitty Lord of the Rings game for Super Nintendo. What? Like, it's a top-down with small sprites uh-huh. of Sam, and yeah, I just... It, as soon as I saw it, that's what popped into my head. Okay. So I just didn't think... Oh, I thought the Super Nintendo version of this just looked a lot better. I think that's a matter of taste, because yeah.
2: I I don't have a problem with the way the Super Nintendo version looked the super nintendo version of jurassic park the top it's two game. different
1: what because i think ocean did the ones for super nintendo they and did. appaloosa did the ones for and this also came out on the saturn well All the saturn version is like a completely different sure game.
2: and i mean appaloosa i mean they didn't do they didn't do the original jurassic park game like i mean this was like developed like the jurassic park games like ov- overall like have been developed by a bunch of different
1: studios
2: so like i feel like that's also why there's a disconnect from game to game. It's because they're all developed by different people.
1: I wonder how far removed from any of this Michael Crichton is. Like, how much does he see any of this money? Does he see... Well, he's does dead. Does he get anything? Oh, okay. <laughs> so,
2: my answer to that is no. How long, he, how long, how long has he been dead? <laughs> uh, I think he died. I think he died maybe like four or five years ago, something mm-hmm, like that. Okay. Now so, watch, he's alive. So he, got to di- yeah.
1: <laughs> so, he got to see plenty of his dream just just spin out into into nonsense. I hope
2: not. You know what I mean? Like, I hope he, like, was just like, you know what? I did this thing called Jurassic Park, and then I kind of just moved on from it. Hmm. But it's probably impossible. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine. You, you are responsible for a cultural phenomenon, and it's like, how far removed from that can you get?
1: I'm, I'm waiting for that to—for Bill uh, Watterson to die, and that happened oh, to Calvin God, Don't Hobbs. do that to me. <laughs> don't, he'll never
2: die, Tyler. <laughs> Bill Watterson will never die. You know what I'm actually curious about is, like, when he dies, how long it'll take for us to know it. Because he's, like, that secluded. Mm. Um, and, like, I feel like he's probably got it in his will or something. When I die, please, no obituary. Don't publish it Don't anywhere. Don't tell
1: anybody. Don't, exactly. Bury me in my backyard. No no marker. I, th- I We're joking, but... You can I, invite Thomas <laughs> Pynchon, and <right>? that's it. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So,
2: man, why now? I'm all bummed out thinking
1: about when Bill Waters is gonna die. And then whoever his heirs are, that get the rights to it, will then whore it out for plenty of money with no integrity. Oh wow! I imagine that would be the case, and then that's when we'll see a resurgence in it. Oh man, I hurt now. <laughs> I
2: don't, why did you do that to me? You just made me realize that that's a possible reality.
1: Well, you've seen plenty of Calvin pissing on like Ford and Chevy, like. But that's
2: bootleg. That's how I that's how I can like deal with that. Like Bill Watterson, like uh,
1: no cartoon. But you can put okay, stickers and Calvin Pino's that it's fine. Go ahead.
2: Well, he's got no control over that. Yeah. I mean, like that is t- all all that shit is bootleg and like he's he didn't see any money from that. Like that's just straight up some dude was I guess like wouldn't it be funny if I t- if I straight up ripped this pose of Calvin out of a comic and added a P stream
1: to mm-hmm. it onto let's a logo. cross Lego. him and Bart Simpson together. Oh my god! Oh man! Now I'm so c- upset you're taking off your shirt. No, I am. Like I'm fidgeting with I'm
2: fidgeting with my buttons, like thinking about the possible 2040 where there's going to be a Calvin and Hobbes movie where Hobbes is like, dude, let's get stoned and watch. Let's watch some fucking Boy, wrestling, dude.
1: by Stifler, yeah, yeah.
2: Or it's like, I just can't, oh, I can't handle that. <laughs> like, you, it's weird because it's like I can remove myself from so many things where it's like when people say, oh, this movie ruined my childhood. I, like, roll my eyes. I'm like, you just kind of separate yourself from it. But I'm a total hypocrite because if, like, a Calvin and Hobbes movie came out, that's how I would feel. Mm. I would feel like this movie is ruining my childhood because, like, I've got.
1: Well, because he'll be dead and have no creative control over it whatsoever. So even, that would be be the advantage of him allowing it to happen, and just that he would have some say in the process. (laughs) That'd be a stipulation. Once he's dead, and somebody sells off, because you know, it could be 50 years from now, and the minute somebody tries to sell those rights, they're going to get snatched up, and it's going to happen.
2: This has got to, he has got to protect that in his will. Because his, yeah, he has
1: got to. His kids might care, but his grandkids aren't going to care, his great grandkids aren't going to care, like... I'm hoping, here's yeah. what
2: I'm hoping. Best case scenario, how, it, it kind of sucks to say this because Little Nemo isn't like well-known, but like I think best case scenario is it goes around of Little Nemo where it's like it's w- this wonderful comic that changes how comics are made and then, well, now nah, I can't say that because there's Little Nemo cartoons and shit once it hits public domain.
1: I've, I've got no leg to stand on. So I just, I also just, I'm always reminded, when it comes to shit like that, I'm reminded by, of Walmart. Because like the founder of Walmart. If you remember like when we were little. Sam. When we were real, Sam Walston, because we Something were really like little. If you remember like Walmarts being smaller and they were very strongly like American themed. I don't remember that. Because I remember like there being a lot of like American flags and having like a real like patriotic theme and like, and things were better for the workers back then. Well, once he dies and his kids take over, well, he was born and struggled to open up Walmart. His kids are born to, like, you know, the biggest fortune in the United States. So they don't have that same appreciation, so they crank it up to max out the money. And if you look look up anything about his kids, they are just the worst fucking people. They are such, especially, like, I think his oldest daughter is, like, just the biggest piece of shit. So I'm just. She created this weird bootleg
2: Calvin peeing <laughs> on a <the> logo. <laughs> so that
1: all over Walmart. <laughs> so I just know, like, distance yourself enough, even down your line, distance yourself enough from it, and they're not. They're not going to care. They're not going to be the same people.
2: But see, I feel like I don't. I don't honestly. I don't know.
1: It's weird. Like my like Kenna's granddaughter might you know, sell out the tadbog name and just just yeah. ruin everything beautiful we've built here. What she she For and, the she and Henry. movie.
2: <laughs> she and Henry, right. Um man. Oh no now now that I'm all bummed out <laughs> <laughs> thinking about uh my favorite comic creator dying one day. it's just man, every day I just have to face a new mortality. It's really well, sweet.
1: I feel the same way that you we we both love Bills. So the way you love Bill Watterson, I love Bill Amend.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's... I mean, I don't know, like... What, Although, what is,
1: I, I'm a little angry with Bill Amand, and why? I always will be, because I feel like he left his fans for World of Warcraft.
2: Oh, uh, did it? Because, like, the strip tapered off?
1: Yeah, like, it. the later strips are like, it's Jason making a lot of fucking World of Warcraft references. This is Foxtrot, a by the lot. way. We, I don't tried. think we've mentioned yeah. that yet. And, like, as that becomes more prevalent then he talks about loving and playing World of Warcraft. Right, and I remember those strips. And then, yeah, then you start seeing, then he takes, oh, okay, they're only Sundays. Right. Okay, and then he eventually, like, but he still goes to comics and draws Jason as a night elf. Draws, like, so to me, it's like, oh, you just really, you're like, oh, no, no, I'm gonna play this. No, 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 I got enough money. I'm good to sell the books. I'm just gonna play this. I
2: can't blame him. I would do that. I I would do that. Like, if I had enough money where it's like, Oh cool. I've got enough money now where I can do what I want to do. Well, I'm guess I'm just going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it does suck but, you know, <laughs> when you think about like for what, how
1: much I just fucking right, loved it. Right. Every I time that. a book sure. came out, yeah. I was there. You'd pee My on mom it. would uh, <laughs> pee all over it. Market it is mine. Right. Could put it back together with masking tape. Yeah. That's how much I love those books. I, know. I put them I put them together with tape. I've
2: seen them. I know. Yeah, so they're gone now. I know. Well, I don't know whoever has them. That saddens me cuz like
1: you what do you you brought 'em what did you do with them? Sold them at a yard sale. Yeah. Man, that bums me. Somebody oh. bought my P Your P box stained John box shot book. I mean, but for, I mean, every Christmas for years, like that's always what I got.
2: I hope it was a mad scientist who was like, oh, I'm going to clone this boy one day. You're going to live forever, Tyler. I'm going to collect all these
1: yellow stained pages and and make my real boy. It's it's probably not just me, it'll be all of us because we've all peed on those books.
2: Uh, A a version of all of us are being sodomized right now in a mad scientist's mansion. We, we know only one word, Foxtrot, because we haven't been taught anything by this man. We know two things, Foxtrot and sodomy. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's not a far crap from who I am now. Right. So.
2: It's half Mark of the Beast, baby. Mark of the Half Beast, either way.
1: So Jurassic Park. Woo! That was a tangent. That was a tangent, yeah. The Lost World. I liked it. I, I feel like after we complete this list this could be like bottom tier for us if we think it can be on there at all. Could be.
2: Yeah, I I could be. I can agree with that
1: statement. And I mean, it's not, I mean, it's... Because Moonwalker wasn't a great game, but it was just very different. Moonwalker was So I just wonder if they're going, if that's going to be a strong theme. Uniqueness? Yeah. Yeah, it could Not necessarily greatness, just uniqueness. Uniqueness.
2: I think that kind of fits our show. So, I mean, I, th- I, I think that's like a plus, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say that we're the best podcast, but I would use unique as a descriptor.
1: <laughs> okay, fair. It's my favorite podcast, I'll throw that out there. <laughs> do you have any achievements?
2: Um, well, I want to talk about, Okay, I, I do have some things that I want to talk, that I do think are 100% we have to bring up. Okay. Um, the boss sequences in this game, the boss sequences in this game break from the top down. Um, every single one of them breaks from the top down, and it goes into an almost th- th- weird 3D rendered um, boss scene. These are amazing. They really are amazing. And I, and See, I,
1: I, just, I didn't even make it that far. I just drove around, just like killing shit, getting killed. All right, um, well, I can't drive on. Look okay, at this got frustrated with this game very quickly
2: uh, and i can see that and i thought about you do the moment i got the ford expedition i was mm-hmm. like i wonder how tyler feels about this game because
1: no, there are games that i see like borderlands being the only exception because, you hate like, driving in games i hate it i fucking hate it which
2: reminds me i wanted to bring this up I really want to talk about Motor Racer 2 on the show one day.
1: Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I will
2: buy this game for you. You will hate it. <laughs> okay. Um, but I I would I would like to talk about that on the show. I'm
1: I think you know I'm open to game sodomy. It's fine. Game sodomy, right. <laughs> and your clone is open to a whole lot more.
2: <laughs> um but the but the boss scenes in this game, they they are they are an amazing thing to behold because when I saw the first one it was like, well, this is completely different than than what I've played. This is completely different than anything I played on the Genesis, because it is like, okay, so the first one, and this is in the stream, uh, if you want to check it out. The first one is you, Roland, who you taught me the name of the dude. You're Roland. You're on a motorcycle. You are a uh, Return of the Jedi style. Maneuvering between trees while you chase a raptor that's being chased by um, poachers on motorcycles. It is like when I was playing, I was like, is this where they got the idea for that scene in Jurassic World? Where like Chris Pratt is very indoor like riding his motorcycle (laughs) through a forest with raptors? (laughs) Maybe it is. Because that's essentially what you're doing. And you're like, so your, your bike also has like a rocket launcher. Well, it's a mm. Trank rocket that you
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> it explodes in right. sleepy, yeah. the Trank rocket.
2: <laughs> that you're essentially, you're firing at the Raptor and these, these uh, poachers. So the setup is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to defend the setup. But the way that it looks is amazing for a Genesis game. This is no joke. It is amazing. And there is, I, so I only got through the first stage, right? And the the stages are huge. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, I only got through the first stage, but like after that, I was like, what do the other like ends of the stages look like? They look even more amazing. Like there's a scene where, um, you are in a sidecar, of uh, a sport utility vehicle, and a, a tyrannosaurus is coming at you. Uh, it's third person, and uh, it's coming at you. The um, and you are firing at it as you're like, must go faster, essentially. As much oh, you play chicken must go with faster. a T
1: Rex, it's fine. Yeah,
2: and it besides the the besides the fact that the tyrannosaurus is is clearly a repurposed velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> it like does not look like a T-Rex. It just looks like a giant velociraptor that they just strap T-Rex arms on. Um beside that, it like it it is amazing that it's on a Genesis. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that this was a Genesis game. Um, so I I feel like that is a very, very, very strong point for this game. And that I think is really what they mean by it pushed the game like they pushed the hardware to the limits on this game yeah they absolutely did like what they managed to do is ridiculous it is ridiculous and it, like that is a feat in itself
1: I guess why that's that would be why the overworld is toned down could be right because like you can't uh, maybe they were just like
2: well we've got four sequences is that enough for a game It's gonna, the game's gonna last 20 minutes. Is everybody okay with that? Yeah. Probably everyone was like, fuck, no, we need like some big things between it. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I could see like what, with what memory and things are left. Right. Okay. Yeah, I I can get that. And
2: I I think that is probably a good extrapolation on that situation. Hmm. Do I have achievements? Mm -hmm. Um, The short answer is no, I don't. And I feel bummed out about that. I I wanted to. but here's I was like, well, I should use lines from The Lost World, the movie. And then I was like, well, I don't really remember any lines. So let me go to IMDb and look up quotes. Even like reading them, I'm like, don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. This quote's about a sandwich. It's like you compare it to like Jurassic Park, where it's like, uh uh uh. And when you gotta go, you gotta go and hold on to your butts and like all these fucking great lines. I'm like, well, I'll just use those as achievements. And I'm like, no. I had to save that for like a Jurassic Park game where you can play as a rafter.
1: Because we, so we eventually we, have to do we that. We have to play that yep. game. We yep. have to.
2: Like I if if the listeners don't demand it, I demand it. Like twelve year
1: old me fucking demands. I'm, that we I'm do all that. for it.
2: I'm all for it. But and it's probably we need a
1: filler when we get to like Arthurum Gym and stuff like that that we've already played for the Super Nintendo. So yeah, absolutely, I
2: think that's a that's a wonderful suggestion. So the short answer is no. I'm sorry, I don't have achievements for this. Um, and I'll take I'll take the slings and arrows for for slacking.
1: Uh, I've got one. Uh, give a clever girl the shocker. <laughs> okay. And you get that by electrocuting a raptor.
2: Okay. That is... um, Okay, wait. I might be able to come up with one on the fly. I love it. I'm totally going to steal half of yours. Is that (laughs) cool? Yep. Um, But I have to come up with a name. Help me. Can we workshop this? Mm -hmm, All mm -hmm. right. Here's the achievement. Because I laughed my ass off when this happened, when I was playing the game. Switching between guns in the game is a little cumbersome Mm -hmm. because you have to, like, keep... I I realize. Yeah, you have to keep (laughs) hitting the button in order to rotate through your inventory. And I... um, I was getting shot at by some poachers and like I was in between weapons. So I just happened to have the um, electric prod and he was, I, I just decided, I was like, fine, this guy's shooting at me and I counter-strike style, like knife style, just ran at the dude and shocked him and he fell over immediately. <laughs> and it was, it, for some reason, was just hilarious to me because it was just like this, it was such a like dramatic scream because like when these guys die, they're like, Rah! And it's like, it's like they're like Dr. Mur- Monroe, uh, is that it? Doctor, the Isle of Dr. Monroe. Monroe,
1: thank you, not Monroe. Uh, the Isle of James Monroe. James, right, exactly. You
2: remember when he would like take all, take all the U.S. citizens he helped, and just like he make he them in animals?
1: And then turn them into pigs. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, now that I've solidified in the minds of all our listeners that I am indeed an idiot uh, who does not remember the book, the freshman high school book, uh, the Isle of Doctor Moreau. um, They like it's so like fucking dramatic when you like when you just like poke them with this prod. So I need a name for that. But the achievement is to to humiliate me,
1: bro. There you go. There
2: you you just knocked that out <laughs> of the fucking park, dude. You knocked it out of the Jurassic Park. I go so far as to say, Hi-oh. There you go. There, I like. The, I like following up having no achievements with a shitty joke, <laughs> 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 and also not knowing the name of a very, very um, famous <laughs> work of fiction.
1: It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, that's all I had. Just the one. You got the one. We're good.
2: Do you know, Tyler, that? Um, Isla Nublar is actually the the setting of the Isle. That is the Isle of Dr. Moreau.
1: I hope so. It is. No, sense. it is. Oh, is it? No, real? it's no, not. Be, <laughs> no. It's, also it where, could be. it's also where Man Bat was made. So. Man Bat.
2: Yeah. Uh, we did not talk about this game enough at all. Sorry. I hope you I don't enjoyed feel like the there's show a, anyway. I mean, there's
1: not a lot to it, to be perfectly honest. I Top-down shooter. Yeah. Uh, cycle through weapons. It's clunky. Yeah, it has a, a lot, lot of, of dinosaurs in it. I like
2: that. It yeah. has a lot of different dinosaurs in it,
1: and, and it has nice boss battle yeah. scenes. The missions are unique. There are only four, I think. What four? That unlocks a fifth one, maybe, or the three that unlocks a fourth one.
2: Yes, and the and then the one that is the the one that it unlocks is the boss stage for that, or it's the boss level for that stage. Okay, I I do think like it's ridiculous how like by locked off like on the first stage the the boss level is, is quote-unquote locked off by a very simple road barricade.
1: <laughs> well, it's like an Earthbound, <laughs> like, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like, oh, well, there's a log in the way, or there's a pencil in the way, so I can't, <laughs> I and can't strange progress. As strange as this
1: sounds, right. a pencil-shaped statue is blocking
2: your path. <laughs> but Earthbound is different because they're meta about it, and they're yeah. like, they're, we're gonna let you know that this is a joke. But The Lost World is just like, no, dog, you're just, fuck, Roland's dumb. No,
1: he does do. not know
2: how to get over this thing.
1: <laughs> He can't jump, doesn't have a rock's feather. It's not going to happen, he thinks, sorry. He
2: thinks, the, he thinks the story's called Doc, The Isle of Dr. Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot work his way around the road barrier. He's
1: very obedient. He's not going to break any laws.
2: No, he's not. He's very lawful. <laughs> that's why he got clearance to hunt the T-Rex. Yep. <laughs> oh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. Believe it or not, I had fun today. Yeah, no, sir, so I. Really I feel it. like this was a strong episode. We had some good non-game talk. We did. And that's going to be in the description of the episode. But before we close things out, I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. The first of which being, if you were to give this game a beard, what kind of beard would you give it, and why?
1: Uh, I guess I would have to give it the the stubble, the chest hair and neck and face stubble of Ian Malcolm as he relaxes with his shirt open in the yeah. first Jurassic Park. Yeah, glistening. Yeah. Uh.
2: Beautiful. I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful.
1: Just because I guess it's still like I've never found, I think Jeff Goldblum is attractive now. Yeah. I do not think he was back then. You don't? So, so I guess I'm looking at it from like the cutscenes are pretty, but then yeah. the, everything else is just
2: meh. Okay. Here, I like that. That's a good reasoning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to touch on Jeff Goldblum for a moment. Though. Okay. Je- I remember like Jurassic, when I watched Jurassic Park, I remember like thinking, well, he's flirting with Ellie. In the in the helicopter, and she seems to be enjoying it. So maybe like maybe a weird guy can be kind of handsome. <laughs> like that was my takeaway from it. Or it was just like maybe I got a shot. If this guy can like awkwardly talk to like Jeff Goldblum is like awkward. Like he's got this like awkward charisma, which mm-hmm. like he's like. That is a science for him, where it's like he has just like concocted this charisma that it's just like melded with this, with this weirdness. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, it's wonderful. I love Jeff Goldblum.
1: I guess he's adorkable, the, the current phrase for like yeah. Zoe Deschanel and people like that who are nerdy, but it's attractive. But he's
2: OG adorkable. That's true. Yeah. He's like, he was adorkable before. Our girls cool. are easy, dog.
1: <laughs>
2: Tyler. Yes, Dave. I'm just trying to get us on tangents, you realize. That mm, at it's, this fine. Point. it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it?
1: I guess I would have to give it the glasses that I think it's Alan Grant that whenever Laura Dern's character gets his attention when he sees the uh brachiosaurus, brachiosaurus. And yeah, he like lower he
2: subtly lowers his glasses. Yeah, because he's wearing the so Wearing shades, right? Yep, yeah,
1: yeah. So, I have to give him his shocked at seeing a dinosaur shade. All right, because you're shocked to see this game because that, yeah, because like on the list, like oh, Jurassic the Lost World, what? like lower my glasses. <laughs> yeah, what
2: okay, all right, I love it, I love all these things, Tyler. Yes, Dave, I have another question for you. Okay, I want to know how much you might pay for this game on Amazon if you were to buy it right now, used. How much do you think you'd pay for it?
1: It was so late to the game. Yeah, that's true. Like 97, like that's toward the end. Do you know what the last game for the Genesis was? Nope. I'll give you a hint. It's the same as the last game for the SNES. I don't remember. Frogger. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Because I want to say Kirby's Dream. No, they didn't come out that on the Genesis.
2: (laughs) That would be great though, wouldn't it? A bootleg Kirby game for the Genesis? Corby. Corby. It's spelled with a Q, <laughs> Corby.
1: There's <laughs> 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 like, they just changed like two notes. <laughs> uh, ugh, I don't want to highball it. Um, I'm going to say $19.
2: $19. That's a respectable guess. Tyler, actual retail value of the Lost World Jurassic Park used on Amazon at the time of this recording is $11.99.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: That's a steal. Yeah. Sorta. Of. I think it's worth it.
1: Yeah. I okay.
2: do, I do think it's worth it. If you can't fi- if you're a collector and you need the cart and you cannot find this game like if it's not part of a steam package or something which I'm it probably is mm-hmm. not because it wasn't a Sega developed game. Um I I don't know, man. I think it's I it's in that range where I think it could be worth it. Honestly, if, okay. you, if, you're, if you like dinosaurs and- if you're a dino boy. If you're a dino boy, like, like, like I am, then I, I think it's worth it.
1: Okay, all right.
2: Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, Dal. I haven't done something in a while, mm. and I'd like to do it right now. Okay. It's a little segment that we like to call mm. YouTube Comments presented by Nickelodeon's oh. Gack. I
1: thought you were going to ask me, where's Appaloosa now? I'll get to that too. I'll
2: get to that too, my friend. I have one quote that I pulled off of YouTube. I skimmed through. I I usually do because I I like this I like this segment. But a lot of times people aren't saying things that I find are worth mentioning on the show. But this one I thought only because I only because it was in all caps and I read it in a very confused tone in my head. Um, I included it where are the goddamn dinosaurs shooting people?
1: What the fuck? (laughs)
2: So there we go.
1: That's okay. That's a good good criticism, I guess.
2: There are a lot of people that you murder on this island. (laughs) I feel like that's actually the deal that Roland made. He was like, look, I just really want to murder a (laughs) bunch of people.
1: I want to hunt the most dangerous game. The dinosaurs? No, no, no. The humans. Oh, but Sure, but
2: you said T Rex, right? Like on paper, you said T Rex. You want to hunt Todd right? Rex? yes. Todd Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are killing it today. You were, you are killing it, Tyler. Yes, Dave. Where are they now, Appaloosa? <laughs>
1: uh, I think they fucking defunct. You're right. Yep. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Um, I think they were acquired. I think they're just gone.
2: I have a bit of trivia for you. Okay. Um. I have a... Here's my question. We have already played a game on this list that was made by Appaloosa.
1: Huh.
2: What game was it? I'm trying to...
1: A game on this list. A game
2: on Digital Trends Top 25 Genesis games. It
1: sounds like... I'm trying to think, what games have we done on this <laughs> list? Because I'd lead everything very quickly. Um, Did they did they make Comic Zone? Tyler, they made... Uh, can I give you a hint? Uh-huh. Oh, man. They are
2: Appaloosa Interactive is a Hungarian studio.
1: See that that, that sounds like something I should remember. <laughs> oh, that, I was hoping but you'd I be know. like, that
2: actually makes it harder. <laughs> 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 they made Echo the Dolphin. Oh, they man. weren't they were not they weren't Appaloosa at the time. They were Nova Trade International. That's and that's why I'm sure you didn't make the connection. Uh,
1: of course that's right, lying. right, right, right.
2: right. <laughs> But when I read that, I was like, what? Okay, so yes, they are defunct. Um, But yeah, they also developed uh, Echo the Dolphin in Hungary. Huh,
1: okay. That makes me a little sad. Looks like this was a studio willing to take a risk, and now they're gone.
2: I know. Yeah, it's a bummer.
1: So um, if it makes
2: you feel any better, several of the uh, developers uh, moved on to Mythos Entertainment. I haven't heard of that developer, but if you'd like, I can go down this rabbit hole.
1: Nope. Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll leave it there then. Do you want to take a call or two? I would like to take a call. We can take a call or two or go down that rabbit hole.
2: Um, this is a short rabbit hole. Oh, check this out. Okay, this is worth (laughs) it. (laughs) This is worth it. Okay, so here's the deal. Mythos Entertainment was a Hungarian video game uh, developer. Um, it was founded in 2002, uh, and employed around 60 people, um, here is the interesting part. Um, it is now technically part of Square Enix mm, because it was okay. Uh, it was bought by Eidos, um, which was purchased by Square. Did I say that right? Is it Eidos or Eidos? I've always said Eidos.
1: I think it's Eidos. Yeah, um, Eidos.
2: Eidos. You knew how it's spelled. <laughs> um, that is, I mean, it was purchased by Square Enix. So there we go. Happy ending. Okay. So. I guess does that mean that Echo the Dolphin is owned by Square Enix
1: now? Yeah, he could be a summon in the next Final Fantasy, or he
2: can show up in Tomb Raider. <laughs> all these things are like all these things. Worlds
1: are colliding. God, I want an Echo the Dolphin summon now. I want you to go and Ooh. have to fight that. Um, shit, what are they called? Eidolon, fight that Eidolon yeah. of Echo the Dolphin.
2: They're yeah. always they always name them something different in Final Fantasy because it's like they're Eidolons and then in Final Fantasy Fourteen they're primals. Like they all they always change the name on stuff like that, I feel like
1: summons, calls, Espers. Yeah. yeah.
2: So it's all and I I mean I guess I mean that's cool. I'm every, fine with it. It's every just different
1: weird. universe is a different name for them, I guess. Right.
2: Oh, yeah, maybe. Um speaking of which man, I can't wait to get home and play Final Fantasy Fourteen because yeah. they just they just released the the a new patch that has something called the Endless Dungeon. It's not an endless dungeon. It's God. What was it called? It's called Palace of the Dead. And what it is, it's a fifty-floor dungeon um, that you that you enter. You can enter it at like level as soon as you're like level seventeen. You can enter and you start at level one, and it's like a mini game where you just like start from level one and you try to progress down fifty floors. Mm -hmm. You can do it solo. You can do it in a static party, or you can do it with a pickup group. And like I cannot wait to go home and fucking try this Mm, thing because it sounds amazing sounds very lufia 2 to me and i that's i thought of it because mm. i remember you had mentioned a, um, a game that had a dungeon similar to that but i couldn't remember what it was yep. it was lufia 2 yep uh also i am Setsuna came out today and i have purchased it and i am ready to play that as well okay i i
1: will buy that too
2: i took tomorrow <laughs> off
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> very last minute i asked my boss i was like uh hey dude do you mind if i not come in tomorrow and he was like, I guess not. I was like, fine, I'll see you Thursday. Do we have time to take a call yeah, now? Yeah, we did just to take a call. Yeah, take Do call. you want to talk about the feedback we got on calls? I know we're probably going super long. Uh,
1: the majority of people said, no, we're good. Go ahead. So that's what we're going to do.
2: Yeah. That's the short of it. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for giving us your input. We got a lot on Facebook. We got some on Twitter. I got a few emails. Um, the majority of the, the consensus was to have fun, please keep having fun doing the show mm-hmm. and do whatever you want to do. We're fine with the way that things are. Yeah. So that we're just going to do the, the, we're just going to keep on keeping on. Yep. I like it. I do too. All right, here we go. Here is a call from 757. I believe this is our beloved Adam.
0: What's up, Tadpog? It's your beloved Adam. It's, uh, April 26. And it is 1147 in the morning. and I am driving home from helping my mom move some stuff around in their house. They're trying to move, and uh, it's a little weird. I wanted to get some opinions from you guys. I, uh, I'm i 31 years old. I'll turn 32 in July.
2: Young, And
0: uh, we moved to the house that my parents are in when I was two years old, maybe three, maybe three years old. Um, and... Uh, so I've been, I've had that house in my life for nearly thirty years, and it's just home. Like it's just my parents' house. There's wood paneling in the living room. Uh, the bathrooms have these awful, like pink toilets with uh, like teal green countertops and awful floor uh, like tile. It's it's an ugly house. Uh, but if anyone came into my house and said that, you know, we would have words because that's my freaking out.
2: It's unfortunately. Um,
0: so <laughs> yeah. lately, my parents have been cleaning.
2: It's, but it's, but it's somehow charismatic. It's yep. the Jeff Goldblum houses. <laughs> <Hello> houses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it up like you know fixing things and painting things and remodeling enough to make it look nice without having to spend more than they need to without doing a lot of demo, and it almost doesn't even feel like quote unquote my house anymore. I don't don't live Mm. there anymore but uh, it's weird to think about them not living there because that's always been our house and years from now I'll drive past it and it won't even be part of our family or other people will live there. Other people will be taking dumps in those toilets Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. jerking off in their bedrooms Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and I don't know it's just kind of weird but like I don't want to buy my parents house. I don't want them to keep it. It's a three bedroom with an in-ground pool. My sister and I don't live there so it's just I mean, I get it. I totally get that they want to downsize, but that's just weird. So have you guys, I mean, do, do your parents still live in the house that you had as a child? Or uh, what was it like to move away from that? And uh, I don't know. Uh, just thought I'd be a little sentimental with uh, with some life life questions and thoughts and things. Cause I love it. now you have kids. And so one day, uh, Henry and Kenna, they move into a different place. Together. And, you know? I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that. Or maybe I'm the only person that finds it to be weird because I'm a grown man child that holds on to memories too tightly. I don't know. Either way, I uh, never will forget to love you and I never will forget to call you. And um, uh, I'll give you guys a call back a little bit because I'm finishing up a bunch of episodes. So uh, you'll probably hear from me in the next 20 minutes or so. But love you guys. (laughs) Bye.
2: We love you too, Adam. Thank you, Adam. It's good to hear from you. Uh, I think this is an excellent question. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an absolute blubbering sentimental when it comes to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, I hold on to like the stupidest things. So I don't think it's weird at all that you're having these these feelings, yeah. especially because the that house has been in your family for a long fucking time. I have this feeling about a house that we lived in in Paducah for three years. And it's because I have really good memories of living there. Yeah. I, that's when I was like six and seven. That's the house that had the tree with the squirrel that lived in it where I would set up the shoebox with the stick and try to catch it. <laughs> that's how I spent a fucking summer. So it's like, of course, I, like, that to me is very special. And like,
1: this might be weird. It may, reminds us that could be our generation's millennial gripe. Back when I was a kid, I spent a whole summer trying to catch a squirrel in a shoebox. Well,
2: I think that actually could be said for like our grandparents' generation. Like that sounds like something they would say. Um trust me, I did it because I didn't have a Nintendo at the time. <laughs> but I this might be weird, but sometimes I drive by that house just to see it. I sometimes I just want to see the house that I spent two years of my life in. And, and I drive by it. And when I do, I feel those heartstrings tug. Like to the point where, like, when Nikki and I moved back to Paducah and we were looking for houses, that is the first street I drove down. Because yeah. Because I was like, what if that house is for sale? Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Because I want to buy that oh, house. I get that. Um, I think it's interesting. Have you have you shared where Tadpog
1: Blanket Ford is? I don't know. I don't know if I have or not. But yeah, that's, that's ironic that you'd ask that question, <laughs> though, Adam, because the house I currently own. Is the house my parents had when I was in the third grade? So I have good memories here of this house, and it's weird. It was almost weird walking back into it and yeah. remembering everything because they changed very little. Really, like the bathroom, and the, the bathroom, my the bathroom in my. Because now I'm no longer. I'm not in my old room. I'm in my what was my parents' room?
2: They used to do it here. You know, they used you to okay do it that?
1: in this room. Yeah, <laughs> yep.
2: The sexual ghosts of your parents <laughs> haunt this room,
1: Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> My, my dead brothers and sisters, my dead potential <laughs> brothers and sisters, fill this room.
2: I've named all of them. I've written their name on the wall, but then I painted over it.
1: My dad named his ejaculate, every one of them. The, like the 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 half bath in here is completely unchanged. It looks like it's something from the 80s. A lot of the kitchen looks the same. It has a very ugly bar and ugly cabinets. I, don't,
2: I like it, but... Maybe it's because like I don't know. That's nostalgic to me because it kind of reminds me of the house that I grew up in when I the same house I'm talking about. Because like we had that that same kind of shit. Yeah,
1: everything else is updated pretty pretty nicely, especially the main bathroom. I think this is a nice house. But yeah, I was I'm happy. I enjoy living here, and I do get heartbroken when I drive by my old house with the annex and all that because like. Because I have to wonder too, what are they using it for? Right. What's in there now?
2: And that was a cool setup. The so, annex was a really cool yep. setup. Your house was very nice, but the annex was like that was that, that was, was the a thing. very cool. That was yep. a
1: very cool spot. Yeah, like the game, cool spot. I'd like to work. I'm working a little bit out in the garage behind because behind this the the biggest addition to that happened to this house because the people we sold it to. Back when I was in 4th grade, 5th grade, on yeah. average we moved every 2 years. Uh-huh. The people who we sold the, the house to sold it back to me. So it's only had one owner since we had it. And he was a classic card collector. So he added on a... Cause there's a 2-car garage that used to be my dad's shop. He added on a 5-car garage to it. So there's an enormous amount of space back there. And I'm working on taking the 2-garage part and trying to turn it back into something of an annex. Annex 3 but yeah, that's, that will be a long work in progress.
2: There's a, just a lot to do out there?
1: There's a lot to do out there, and I wonder, I don't have, everything just lined up perfectly for the last, for the, for the original Annex. Because like, I happened to stumble upon a lot of nice free carpet mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And it was small enough that I could air condition it with just window units. Right. That out there is a lot bigger. It's, it's twice, probably a slightly more than twice the size of the original Annex. And I don't have I'm not gonna be able to carpet it for free. So yeah. that takes some out of it. And my dad did he was off one week and went out and he replaced a bunch of the drywall and put a whole bunch of stuff like that out there. That's and it, nice. it, it has running water as opposed to the old annex. Excellent. But it's Does just it, so it's, it has a bathroom out there? Nope. Just okay, running water. Gotcha.
2: Okay. So I tell you what, you probably you run across this stuff more often than I do, but if I happen to find like free carpet or um, a cheap air conditioning unit or something no. like that. I'll I mean, let you know. Yeah,
1: let me know. It let has windows, know. right? Because I'd like, yeah, it has two windows. I mean, I could put my two window units in it now. Mm, I see. I just cool. worry about it being super hot.
2: Oh, it would be. So there's only two windows in yep. it? Yep. Well,
1: I have and more windows and, dog. And the two large garage doors. But yeah. I don't know. Because I'd have to, you know, if I want to replace those, I don't want to make it not accessible. Even though, okay, I have an attached two car garage. A seven-car garage behind my house. Where do I park? Outside. Right. Why so, is that? Closer? Uh, yeah, I just, yeah. just habit, I guess. So, Because like, Josh Nance made that observation yeah. last time he was over.
2: Well, except for the garage that's attached to the house, I mean, everything else is too far away. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. wouldn't want to walk. Parking work. back in that
1: garage would right. kind of suck. Um, it's far enough away that you don't want to do it, but it's not super far away.
2: You brought up moving like every two years. Mm, yeah, um, it was in
1: like a ten to twenty mile radius.
2: So it's all kind of in the same
1: location. I've lived in. I could. I could just take somebody around and show them six different houses within a few minutes that we've lived in.
2: I'm so glad you said that because we are in actuality. I feel like we've we've. Uh, let me put it this way. We have had a real conversation about possibly doing for real Tadpog prom. And I do think that if that happens, we need to rent a van and do. A, we didn't. We need to do a Tadpog tour of of Paducah and surrounding <laughs> counties.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. And
2: like, get one of those intercom things that like we talk into. Get a double
1: decker tour bus. and oh, drive yeah. it around.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Let's get one imported oh, from London, please. <laughs> so my question to you is: since you moved around a lot, but it was within like a twenty mile radius. Yep. Do
1: you like do you ever feel the itch to like move? To no, I hated or, it. Yeah. I hate we did it so often. The moving sucks. Yeah. And I, of course I did it every year in college too. i every time my lease was up, I got a right. new apartment with somebody different. So I'm sick of yeah, I don't like moving. I'm sick of it. So yeah, I've never had that. The only thing like I love this house. The only thing that I would up and move for yeah. is the dollar house.
2: Oh, right, which you have mentioned on the show before, a long time ago. The dollar
1: house has been...
2: A house that your dad literally bought for a dollar.
1: Yep. Chopped (laughs) it up, moved it across town, put it back together the way he wanted it, and the people we sold it to added a ton of shit more onto it. Yeah. Does it look like the Technodrome now? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And And then they abandoned it. So it is in foreclosure might get it for a dollar again man (laughs) because the two dollar house the double dollar house (laughs) (laughs) because they added on like a whole nother building it's a weird that's a whole nother thing it's we're running long but i could talk about though how weird how wonderfully weird the dollar house is now and how badly i want it but foreclosures are so weird like it'll be years before i actually have a chance to buy it
2: oh just because the way foreclosures work yeah but the reason I ask if you, like, get the itch to move is because I definitely do. Like, yeah. I get restless. And, like, by that I don't mean, like, move to a different house. I mean, like, just go somewhere different. Uh, like, I get that itch, like, every four years. I'm like, what? Well, I need to, like, do something. I feel like I've been here too long. Mm. Uh, so it's a weird, like, it's just this weird migratory urge, I guess, <laughs> that I have to fight, like, every every four or five years. I'm fighting that now because it's but like. I say it's
1: about been that. It's, it's about that time, and, and that's how
2: I knew because it's like I kind of had this thing where it's like I just found myself like just looking at like lives in other places where it's like <laughs> oh what's your, what kind of what kind of work do they have? Honestly, it's because like I'm terrified. of I'm not going to say I don't want to get political, but I'm terrified of who might get elected. So <laughs> like, well. What's, what are places What's in, in Canada, Canada? like? <laughs> right. So that's probably what spurred well, it What are they doing it in Mexico nowadays? It's, it's weird that I seem to have this urge every every four years <laughs> when there's a fucking election.
1: <laughs> Nova Scotia. That's pretty. Nova Scotia. Uh, but Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the material on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So don't miss the next episode. Uh, I like think we've talked about it.
2: Uh, we and haven't we? we haven't decided what we're going to do. Okay, it is since it's going to be another ship Monday. I would like to elect for something very easy, and I say that because I, for very selfish reason, I am going to be playing the shit out of Final Fantasy XIV and I Am Setsuna. Like it's, I'm going to be uh. mainlining these games. I'm planning on streaming all of I Am Setsuna if if I can. Um so I don't care what we talk about, but
1: I would prefer an easy one. Well, let's since we it's been a while since we've done one now because we haven't, you know, we don't want in this house. But it's been a it's been a little while. Well, has it been? Todd Is that what you're leading up to? Todd Pog, or how long has it been since we've done two weeks ago was when we did an all call show? I don't know, something like that. Or we could do a Todd Pog. Okay, I had a weird request. Okay. Or I saw a request today by Phil Hawkins. Someone asked me to put my
2: penis in their dream vagina,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and my whole body went numb. (laughs) Uh, We could do a Todd Pog about Zelda Two, the Adventure of Link. Okay, I'm down for that. Okay, I mean, are you? Because I love the shit out of that game, so I'll talk about it.
2: Let's talk about it then, and I can ask you ridiculous questions because I've Mm -hmm. never played it. And
1: then, like, uh, if Phil loves it, Phil requested it. If he wants to do it, here's your here's your invitation.
2: He does have to give us fifty cents though. Yep.
1: You're so. Damn right he does. But <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm all
2: for that. If he wants to come on and pay us fifty cents, then yes.
1: So tentatively, we'll say that. We'll all throw right. that out in the ether. We'll cool. see if it happens or not. Awesome. Um, uh, we like five star iTunes reviews. We Those do. are good. Yes. Uh if you want to leave one, go ahead and you leave one. That'd be nice. Yeah, that would that'd be cool. Be nice. Um if you want to send us something, you can send us something at uh Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. But if you have any kind of request about a game you want us to play, a guest host you want, you can leave it on iTunes as a five star review. You can just ask us. You can just send us a message. You That's can Put cool it on too. Facebook. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm pushing so hard for those iTunes reviews. That's just like you can just you can just you can just tell us. If you've already made a five star iTunes review, great. You can still send us a message you can still suggest games yeah. here's
2: the problem though I mean it's not really a problem here's the caveat please do not get upset if we forget because, yeah because like we do forget yeah like and it's like it's never like someone gives a suggestion and it's like oh well that's shitty it's never that we it's, added
1: it to a master list we did and sometimes we do it's super long and we forget who made what request exactly or how we could even fit it in we so. get a lot
2: of requests which mm-hmm. is great but I just wanna throw that out there. It's nothing personal if we don't do the game that you suggested. It's just that it is honestly that we forgot. Yeah.
1: But we wa- <laughs> we want to. We want to do it. Yeah. So we, whatever you request, Patreon request, games host, we promise we will get to that eventually. eventually.
2: Don't worry guys. Like Tyler said, we're gonna be back. We're probably going to be talking about Zelda 2, Electric Boogaloo. Maybe not. Don't get mad at us if we don't. In the meantime, you can always find us on Tadpog.com. That is where the show notes live. Uh, Would you like to see... uh, Would you like to find out if Michael Crichton's dead? (laughs) <laughs> That'll be uh, the answer. Will be in the show notes at tadpog.com uh, You can also find us on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitch, like I mentioned earlier. If you want to see some of these some of these games being played, I do that as regularly as I can. I'm trying to stay strict and disciplined on that. Um, I woke up at four thirty this morning in order to do the Lost <laughs> World. Uh, so if you've thought that I might be a little scattered today. That's why. <laughs> uh, you can also, uh, as Tyler mentioned, uh, we do have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to donate to that, you do get access to all our bonus episodes that we've already done. We do those monthly. Now's a great time to jump on board because mm-hmm. we do have a backlog uh, that you can go through and, and listen to. Um, and you get in at that at like only a dollar mm-hmm. a month. So yeah. if you've kind of been on the fence... Um I really do think now is a good time. The most recent episode the, uh, on Patreon we talked about Super Mario Brothers the movie. Mm. So, if you want to hear us talk about to like that, that, then uh then do it. We might do more video game related movies. We've talked about that. Yep. So, uh stay tuned. Uh if you uh if you want to do that, you can find us at patreon.com/tadpog. I do want to thank uh Brandon Cates, uh who uh, who is a new donor. Uh, we hang out in Final Fantasy 14. He is one of my my Final Fantasy mentors. So uh-huh. sometimes when I stream Final Fantasy 14, uh, it's nice. He'll like check in and coach me, and I like that because I need it. Because usually I go into these dungeons with strangers, having no idea what I'm doing. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Exalted Lord Micah Purdue uh, for upping his donation, uh, which he has done by a penny. At the end of every episode that we publish. And I think <laughs> that is a very charming thing that he's mm-hmm. doing. Thank you.
1: Ooh, um, get an Instagram, tab, Instagram, Podcast. Yes. You know, check that out. Um, other than that, I think that's it. I think we're good. Uh, is there a way you want to, or our theme song is About Drop? more will that right. We funded it at com. Okay. Of course. Is there any way you want to close this out, Dave? Uh, like Jeff Goldblum as a house. Okay. So until next time. Uh, 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 Tropical. uh, Tropical. uh, tropical, um, uh, uh, (laughs)
2: uh, House of corn. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to do a squeaky door. I don't know why I thought he'd be a haunted house. (laughs)
1: And we'd also like to include a, a special message, yeah, a special shout out from Erin Rooney to her fiance. Should we give out last names? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's too late. Yeah, to to Paul Paul Anderson. <laughs> We're going to throw that out there. all. hope you all hope don't mind. hope Let's you just, don't mind. You didn't tell us just, not to.
2: Hey, guys, do me a favor. Go ahead and set your Facebook profiles to private right now. <laughs> we won't
1: We won't say where you're getting married, <laughs> but they're getting married. And Aaron reached out to us wanting to su- surprise him with a message. Yes. So Apparently, he loves the show. Yeah. And I like to hear that. Yeah. So thank you for liking the show, first of all. So Paul, Aaron wants to say, uh, thanks for everything you do. She can't wait to explore life together with you that's a beautiful message the sex is beautifully and wonderfully ag- of i forgot i was gonna say i had a whole thing i was gonna do and now it just like oh no it flies away like a bird it's beautiful it's beautifully adequate, wonderfully it's, painful it's wonderfully adequate and, and slightly <laughs> painful but just
2: not a lot just enough just yeah, enough from the girth right just, i mean average length but you're, you're very right. girthy just to know it's that nice. you got you got it's yeah, it's not nice because you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. not a nice size. It's okay.
1: <laughs> it's something like you can deal with for the rest it's, of your yeah, life. It's better than a nice size. <laughs> it's
2: like it like creates. It's weird because it like soothes an ache, but at the same time creates a different mm-hmm, ache. Mm-hmm. So there gives
1: you, go. you a belly ache afterward. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah.
1: I hope you like that, Paul. No, she didn't say most of that most of that some of it though some of it though she did but, say but it was implied <laughs> but it was it very, very much implied, implied that you that's
2: you, that your good and, and they and they
1: invited us to to their wedding i know and i would really like to go With to their it the open bar i would really like to It'd go to it it would be nice it would be very nice
2: i have some well i'm not going to give out context clues to where they're getting married <laughs> so never mind
1: <laughs> so congratulations
2: yes congratulations and and thanks for listening i am honestly um, honored that I would be invited to your wedding-hmm